74 against some score introduced to sending and spending women cats with big hats slamming Cadillac doors Yo, people, what the what? Ah, oh, man, it's, uh, yeah, it's crazy times, right, people? It's crazy motherfucking times. I, I have no clue what's going on. It's, it's insane. I'm working for the motherfucking NHS and they don't know what's going on. It's funny, like in the office today, we're sitting there and someone's just like, oh, someone said that schools are shutting. And then other people are like, nah, schools ain't shutting. That's ridiculous. And then I get home and it's like, schools are shutting. It's just like, what? <laughs> what? You know, you're not really allowed to talk about working from home in case everyone wants to work from home they're properly panicking it's insane it's crazy i'm just glad to be making some motherfucking money i can work from home and um yeah i i i, I think i'm going to have to pull the trigger on that matt you know what i mean there's i've just been at home for so motherfucking long I was just like happy to be going out But now It's just There's so many just dirty motherfucking people On the trains and everything It's just It's a little grim Like um You know I've, I've been kind of um The distancing thingy thing Social distancing Whatever you want to call it, uh, I forget the term name. Um, but I, I, you know, what I mean, I, I try and keep away. I try and keep away from people anyway, man. But um, so I've been just, I've, I've been going to the gym at night. It's empty. You know, what I mean, you work on, on, on things away from people, and I'm white. And they sent an email out, right, going wipe down the machines. No one is wiping shit. It is insane. And then not policing it. I'm just like, as soon as someone acts like a cunt, kick them out. Kick them out. That's what I would do. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, I'm just trying to be cool because yo, I, I'm not looking to get into an argument with anyone. So I'm just holding it down. I'm biting my tongue, just doing me. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, it is um, it's definitely interesting times. Just like just, just spoke to my parents the other day. I'm just trying to make sure that they stay in. Just because my dad's just you know triple hype, heart bypass and shit uh, the other year. So it's just like yo, you need to stay the fuck home, you fucking idiots, fam. But uh, yeah, you know they're they're doing their thing. Um, but nothing in the motherfucking shops. Went to the shops the other day. And yeah, just nothing <laughs> It's just nothing at all It's insane And listen, right What I don't understand is Because this is It's not like this is the first time That we've had some crazy shit You know Like, listen We've had SARS We've had 
bird flu. There's been a good there's been a good few things in the last decade, right? But no one like there's no processes in place. And shops have dealt with people bin shopping. Like it's not the first time. But they still let it go on. What what I don't um because you, the shops are just like oh it's not our fault people just buy everything and you just like all they need to do is say two of everything max you know what I mean? you can only buy two because if it was only two there'd be toilet roll <laughs> that's the thing there's people it they're not just buying one extra they're buying like six extra, and you're just kind of like, hey, where are you storing all of this shit, and B, when do you think you're going to consume it, and like, do you shit that much, that you need that much toilet paper, what the fuck is wrong with you people, but yeah, the shop's not policing it, like, it's a simple thing, all they need to do is fucking police it, and then everything will be golden, but no, it, it, it's this weird mentality that has just let everything descend into this motherfucking crazy times. This, these are crazy times, people. They really are, you know. But um, yeah, let's uh, let's get into um the other crazy shit that's been going around. Because there's some crazy shit for sure. Man, this is kind of crazy, right? So, sport has kind of disappeared. But it's still in the news. Um, So, Japan are meant to be holding... Holding or hosting... I'd probably say hosting, right? Yeah, let's say, we're going to say, we're going with hosting. Japan are meant to be hosting the upcoming Olympics. Man, every four years, and what a time to jump back into it, right? Ugh, not good. But yeah, so they're meant to be doing the Olympics this year. Now, the Olympics is usually, like, August. Um, So, I think you can say, you know, like, August. That's a long, it's a long way away, right? You would think. You know, you kind of would suspect, like, yeah, everything should be fine. It's August. But I think, you know, there's a lot that goes into it Because there's all the qualifying events and everything like that You know, you, you come, there's the sponsorship and everything um, But so Japan have, you know They've been saying it for a little while But, you know, they just did a another kind of news conference this week And um, their Prime Minister, Shinzo Abe has um, said that the plan is to still go ahead with a full, complete Olympics. So, that that would be 
all the events, you know what I mean? Not a, not a cutback version, all the events and full stadiums. That's what they're planning for. That's what they're hoping for. Now, listen, I get it. I understand, you know what I mean? Why they don't want to pull the plug. Because, as I said, look, August, hey, that's, um, what, that is six, six months away? No, five, five months away, five months away, right? And you're kind of feeling, you know, like the curve in Italy, I believe that's slowing down. Same in China Yo, So we've got places where Like the craziness has Kind of you know Started to slow The deaths have definitely started to slow So I, you, you know what I mean you, you can imagine that people are thinking Yo like this Shouldn't be a thing by August People should be able to travel And everything should be fine Now the problem Is though Right, where? Well, let's let's go. You know, this is a few things. I mean, you have there's always events. You know, like the Diamond League, and you know, like every country has their qualifiers and everything like that. So you you have all of these events that lead up to the qualification for the Olympics. They're not happening. So they're not happening now. Supposedly, and the IOC, they they can be full of shit. That's the International Olympic Committee, you know, because they're getting money from this shit. So and they definitely want it to go ahead, because they're some shiesty motherfuckers. But they are saying that fifty-seven percent of the eleven thousand athletes. Who normally compete Have already qualified Supposedly And 43% You know that That's what's left And so they said that um, You know That they would look to Adapt the qualification Process Um and they'll look at things like rankings, possibly, or historical results, which is kind of fuckeries. Because we have seen many times an athlete do rubbish at one, and then the next four years they'd been working hard and they killed it the next. Or the flip. So, you know what I mean, looking at things and going, oh, well, that athlete, you know, historically, they did what? You, you, that's, a, that's a difficult one. That's a difficult one. Because, you know what I mean? Because you, you could be screwing someone who potentially is just about to have their friggin' killer year. So, yes, but so they're saying that. But not only do we have the issue of the qualifications, but also... You know, it, it, it's your training to peak at the Olympics. So the fact that people, you know, there's no events. People aren't competing right now. That's going to play into it. So, you know, depending on when everything gets opened up again, 
you know, it, it, that, that will severely impact on a lot of athletes' ability to pull, perfler, to pull <laughs> their ability to perform to their best at the Olympics. So, yeah, you might be able to kind of cobble together an event, but the chances that you will have an event where people are like running their best times and jumping their best, you know what I mean? Just putting on these incredible performances that we always look to um, be seeing. I don't know if that's possible. I really don't know if that is possible. You know, it's a, it's a crazy one. So, I mean, look, you could still potentially do the Olympics this year. Just don't look to do it in August. You know, do it. You could do it at the end of the year. In an, there's plenty of indoor stadiums, right? So you could do that. You could look to do that. Say, hey. So the plan is, we we will push it back to December. You know, we'll monitor everything and. If, you know, like this clears up by this date, then December it will be. Could do that. You know, if if you really want to do it this year, you could do that. And that could possibly give people enough time to train and everything like that. I don't know, though. You know, a, a company's still going to be looking to sponsor. Like, who fucking knows? Because that's a big chunk of money when businesses are kind of shut. You know, so it's just like, will people have that revenue now to do this shit? Who friggin' knows? It's a, it's a, yeah, it's crazy times, right? It's crazy motherfucking times. But yeah, they're still doing the fucking relay with the torch. They're still gonna do the relay with the torch. And they're still going to let some people come and watch it. Which is a weird one, seeing that they've cancelled, like, all the marathons and everything like that. So, yeah, I don't know. It's weird, it's contradictory. <sighs> I have no clue what the fuck is going on, man. Like, you know, I, I, I respect the shit. But it's, you know... Like, if I was an athlete, I mean, let's get, let's not get it twisted. People, I'm an athlete. <laughs> I, I just don't compete, you know? Ah. But, yeah, if, if I was an athlete and, you know, this year, I'm like, yo, I ran, yeah, I ran so well in 19, 2020. I'm going to get to the Olympics, do my thing. I feel I can win gold, boom, boom, boom. And then this hits. Oh. Be pissed So yeah The thought that it would still be going on Would be such a boost to me During this time So I understand You know that you, Possibly they Because Look Who knows why Because you know The finance That will come to a country From having You know Something like the Olympics The revenue that they will make From tourism Is crazy 
it is crap because people, you know, they're not just going to go to watch us an event. They will go for a holiday. So they're getting hotels. You know, they're going to be out getting restaurants. They're going to be seeing local exhibits and shit. So that is big for a country to have something like the Olympics. So I imagine Japan have got that in mind. I mean... It'd be, I, I hope that they're also doing it because they're like, yo, we don't want to take this away from these motherfucking athletes, you know, because, yeah, I respect that. If it's just a financial thing, I get it, but meh, you know, but we'll see. We will see this. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's on its fucking head right now, son <laughs> It's crazy, people It's crazy times Okay, so this This seems super suspect to me Right, so um, UCAD, which is It's like the British Um Boxing authority or something like that, right? But they are reopening an investigation into Tyson Fury, and I I'm assuming his cousin as well, Huey Fury, because a farmer did a, an interview of a newspaper recently, saying that he um. He had testified that he had supplied Fury and his cousin with um, boar meat, uh, and uh, it it was um, contaminated. You know, uh, and that's why Tyson and Huey failed a uh, a, a drug test. You know, because they were found with anabolic steroids, Nandalon, I believe, in their system in 2015. Um, so, yeah, that was that was the thing. Right. And so he made he kind of came out and said, look, the, I, yeah, I, I gave him bore. Um, and, you know, the Furies were like, look, we didn't mean to cheat. And so. They kind of got a back door two-year ban Because the whole case took forever to happen You know, like, it, they weren't charged until 2016 Mid-2016, and then they fought again They could fight again in December 2017 But Fury had already won Um... You know the, the 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 belts of um Vladimir Klitschko in between, you know, being found like you know the tests and then the tests being brought up. So yeah, it was all a weird time, all a weird time. Um, but yeah, this farmer has only just come out saying, oh yeah, you know. I I I I made a deal. I made a deal to to lie to help him out. But 
he wasn't paid. That's what he's saying. He wasn't paid. And that's why he's talking now. Which, you know, is just like, what? Because, okay, so you think about it, right? The the case went up to UCAD in 2016, right? So that's when the trial was, that's when they were found guilty and all of that and everything happened. So if, you know, they said to this guy, listen, you tell them that you gave us some bore meat We'll give you, because I, I believe he um, he said that, that he, he was getting 25000 to do this shit. Which really isn't that much. If you think, like, listen, if you think about it, right? Because if you get found, you know what I mean? You get caught for perjury, like... That's a bit of a hefty thing So 25 ain't really that much To per- potentially purge yourself, right? Um, so yeah, that, so this was the thing, right? So he, um, he was meant to get this And that's, a, that, what, that, well, that's what he's saying, right? But if the case was in 2016 We're in 2020 Right now Right So If you hadn't have got that money I I would even say If you hadn't got that money Like a, a, a month Half late I'd be like Where's the money motherfuckers You know what I mean It's a weird one I, And I'd want the money Before I even did it I'd be like yo give me half I do the thing then you transfer the other half or something, something. But I ain't doing it on a, you know, what, an honour system. What the fuck? Come on. But, yeah, you're, you're thinking 2016 is when you would start, like, kicking up a stink if you hadn't got that money. But then there's 2017, 2018. You know, like, what? Because Fury started fighting again in 2018. So that would have been a good time for this dude to come out and go, Hey, hey, listen, that motherfucker owes me cash. Huh? You have that? But no. No. He waits until now. So supposedly, um, Frank Warren says... That this dude, Martin Carefoot, contacted him at the end of last year and said, oh, yeah, 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 you know what, I, I perjured myself, you know, do And so he, um, he was like, give me a call. So they spoke and the guy was just like, oh, give me some money. And Warren was just like, shut the fuck up, man. You know what I mean? Go, go tell you, Cad. And he didn't. He went to the paper. Because I imagine he said to the paper, Hey, I've got a story I can sell to you. <laughs> you know? I bet that's what happened. But, yeah, it's just... I feel it's suspect. I mean, the whole... 
we ate, you know, uncasterized boar meat. I mean, that's a dodgy defense. I ain't gonna lie, that's a dodgy defense. But someone to wait a long period of time before then they suddenly come forward, I always feel that suspect. You know? Like, why the fuck haven't didn't you say something straight away? Come on, why what's the reason? Give me a legitimate reason why you didn't say something straight away. Hmm? Yeah, suspect. So I don't know what's gonna happen, but I imagine that this dude's gonna get laughed at out of the spot because yeah, it just seems so fucking weird. Seems so weird that you decided to um yeah, do, like make all these claims now. Make all these claims now. I I what I would like <laughs> is <laughs> for the courts to like hit him with some big ass fine because if he's saying he perjured himself, be like, all right, <clears throat> well yeah, you go to jail then, fucking idiot. <laughs> that that would be funny, but yeah, I, I I I yeah, I think it's weird. I think it's very weird, you know. <laughs> like the I I I imagine that he saw how much. Fury made in the first fight against Wilder And then how much he made in the rematch And now how much he is Like there's people, you know, it's out there How much, you know, especially the percentage he's due to make For the net, the third fight against Wilder So the dude's looking at all of that thinking I can make money so yeah, he decided to be a dirty little motherfucker. But um, you know, chat shit, <laughs> chat shit get hit. So homie better watch himself. That's what I'm thinking, you know? As I imagine he might get a little visit. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Oi. Yo, I mean, listen, I think it's kind of crazy how people are so pissed off at Vanessa Hodgkins. Hodge, Hodgkins? Hodgkins. Fuck it, I'm going to say Hodgkins. Yeah, well, no, let's just say Vanessa. That makes it just a lot easier, right? But why are people so pissed off with it? it it's, it's crazy. It's crazy because what did she do? Okay, she she made a video when she was super high. Oh my god, she was super high. It was fucking hilarious. So she made a video, and she's just like, like going on until August. This is great because the things like whenever. You know, you, you you talk about this with anyone And it's like, oh, it could go on Like, until the end of the year Like, everyone's like, come on no, Like, fuck that Like, no one's just like, yeah, wicked, super 
You know what I mean? Everyone's just like, oh, for fuck's sake, man. Because it's just bullshit. It's a it's a crazy situation, right? And no one's happy about it. And people just say their feelings. Yeah, like, I'm not going to get mad at fucking someone for just voicing, like, irritation at shit. And but she said something like, listen, you know, people are going to get sick and it's inevitable some are going to die. You know, ah, like, here's the quote, right? So, even if everybody gets it, like, yeah, people are going to die, which is terrible, but inevitable. What is wrong with that? Because that's the truth, right? Some people are going to die. That's, that's it. But, People die every year. People die... Like, when you look at the numbers of... The amount of people dying of the flu... Like, there's, you always knew people were going to die, die of the flu, right? But when you look at the fucking numbers, man... It's insane. It's just like... What the... F- that many people are dying of the flu each fucking year? What? But people die... It's a shitty thing, yeah, like, listen, I don't care when an old person dies, right, and don't get me wrong, let me quantify that, right, and I don't care when a famous old person dies, now, the thing being this, right, I don't know them, right, like, I don't really get that fucked up when anyone dies, but this is the thing, like, Look, when an old person dies, you can look at it, and especially when it's a famous old person, and you can look at their life, and you can look at all the things they've done, right? And you go, yo, they had a good innings. Now, I'm not saying that every moment of their life was peachy, and they were always happy, but you can at least think... Okay, they saw some shit, they did some shit, they had some times, right? So, you know, it is what it is. And the thing being, we're all going to get old, we're all going to die. I mean, some are going to get older than others, but, yo, that's what this motherfucking rollercoaster called life is all about, you know? Right? That's, that's, them's the breaks, man. Shit happens, you know? So, like, her to say, yeah, it, like, it's terrible, but it's inevitable. Why are people pissed off at it? It's crazy. It's crazy. And she's an idiot for putting out stupid-ass apology. Like, fuck everyone. You know what I mean? You got high, you made a video, people can suck your dick. You know what I mean? Or suck your clit, whatever you want to say, chick. You know what I mean? Because, look, if you are looking at people and going, they're my role model, I'm going to live my life by them. Like, you need to get a motherfucking life, right? Look, you can like people's stuff, okay? So she made High School Musical. She was in that. I can't stand it, 
for me, that is some of the worst shit. But I don't give a fuck. She's doing her thing, and there's loads of people that like it. You know, she's a cute, cute chick, but I don't care. I'm not looking at her thinking everything that comes out of her mouth needs to be like a certain level. Because I don't care. Like, I don't know, like, you know, these people, I'm not hanging out with them. So why do I care what they say? You know what I'm saying? But people want to lose their minds. People, like, uh, people, like, I, I saw on Twitter, like, people were going, super irresponsible. Oh, that's terrible. But um, it makes me happy she apologized. Why does it make you happy she apologized? What? Why does that make you happy? You fucking idiots. Oh, so now it validates the situation for your little sensibilities, you dumb motherfuckers. Who cares? She said some dumb shit. That's it. You're telling me that all the motherfuckers that you hang with never say some dumb shit. That you never say some dumb shit. Come on. Everyone says something fucking dumb. And really, I don't even think what she said was dumb. It's reality. And if people can't understand that, like, they're going, it's super insensitive. Why is it super insensitive, you little fucking snowflakes? Tell me why. Because you know someone that died? Boo-hoo. Like, you mean, everyone's going to know someone that's died. So, like, you can't say certain things because, oh, that might be your trigger. I don't know you. Right? So, people, get fucking lives. There are worse things happening right now for people to be losing their shit over this. So, just let it go. You know what I mean? Let it go. Let her get high and make stupid videos. You know what I mean? Because everyone needs their release, people. Everyone needs their motherfucking release. Right? So let's just chill. Let's just chill and have some motherfucking fun. You know what I mean? Because what the fuck else are we going to be doing? You know what I mean? People, come on. Come on. Oh, you know what? I forgot to, to say. Uh, so, the other day, um, when was it? Oh, it's Monday. Monday, I went to this comedy thing, right? Um, it, w- it was meant to be... It was like this comedy taster session. Taster session, that's right. Like the, the thing before the thing. It's a, ta- it's a taster. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went to this comedy taster session, right? Um, and this guy he puts on this course, uh, which is meant to um, help people, you know, get. I think like just get into that space to be able to create and you know the right processes for writing jokes and all of that kind of thing. 
And it's kind of like, I didn't really want to do the course. But I was thinking to myself, right? Because most clubs here, they're bringers. And it's a bitch. I, I've, I've complained about it so many times on here, man. But yeah. Uh, but So I, I, I kind of figured, yo, go to this. And you'll probably be able to speak with other motherfuckers that are in the same boat. And, yo, support each other. You know what I mean? So it's just like, yo, I need to bring her for Thursday. Are you around? Be like, yeah. And then they call up and be like, yo, I need to bring her for Tuesday. Can you come? Be like, of course, no doubt. And I figured, yo, it'll be great for that. Um, But <laughs> what I didn't know was... After I'd left work, Boris Johnson had made some big-ass announcement shutting everything down. So I turned up at this thing, uh, yeah, and it was kind of, um, not many people. Like, some other dude turned up, like, what, 10 minutes late? And then this other dude turned up, like, half an hour late, something like that. Um... But yeah, um, it was interesting. It was interesting. And so the thing is, because, you know, because I was there before everyone else, like, turned up. So I was, you know, I was talking to the cat and, like, he didn't seem like a bad dude. You know what I mean? Didn't seem like a bad dude. But I'm just so skeptical, skeptical, <laughs> skeptical, actually I don't even, I, yeah I'm not even pronouncing that, uh, you know what I mean, I, I just, I question the validity of some of this shit, you know, because one thing, my man was just saying a lot, that yo, you don't have to be funny to be a comedian, all you need is these techniques that I'm going to teach you and you can be a comedian. You know, once you understand the process, you can get up on stage. And I'm like, yeah, you can. I mean, that's that's true. Once you once you get comfortable, you can stand on a stage in front of people. Doesn't mean you're going to be funny though Right, so that's the thing It's just like, yes You don't have to be funny To be able to stand in front of people And You can probably Structure some jokes That Work a little But that's all it's ever going to be Like There would be no satisfaction In that you mean just writing some bullshit hacky jokes that have no real oomph to them, no real soul to them. But he kept on saying this throughout the night, and it was really irritating me. <laughs> like, that was just like, argh, it was bugging me. It was definitely bugging me. And, oh my days. So one other thing that bugged me, because he was just like, okay... And he kept on saying these, like, these techniques, like, oh, yeah, everyone does this. And I'm just like, they don't know. Some people do. Some people do that thing, yes, granted. Not everyone does that thing, though. But he kept on talking about, like, yeah, 
everyone does this and everyone does that and blah 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 and he's just like ah not everyone but he wanted everyone to do everyone like the three of us <laughs> to do this thing where um oh you you point out like the 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 flaw in yourself and you know turn it on its head for people and i'm just like i'm not i'm just like i'm not doing it yet <laughs> because he's just like oh just say so say the thing i'm just like I'm not saying the motherfucking thing because once I say the thing, it opens the floodgates and everyone feels that they can say something. And that is, I live that every motherfucking day. And I'm talking to that and I said, yeah, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I, I don't need to hear racist shit. And um, then this motherfucker that turned up late and he was just like, oh, well, you know. Um, it's not, like, nothing's really racist I'm just like, motherfucker Yes it is <laughs> Like, some things are racist And he tried to point something out He was just like, oh, well, you know Um, my, my friends, like, they say this And I'm like, they're your friends It's a completely different fucking thing That having friends joke about something and then having complete strangers shouting shit. It was just like, it was baffling how at first these motherfuckers just didn't get it. Eventually, dude, just like, oh, but you know what? I understand. I understand. So I'm not going to make you do it if you don't want to do it. And I'm just like, all right, well, that took like five, ten minutes to get to there. Why did we need all that other shit? Jesus Christ. But yeah, that. That was just some crazy shit. That was just some crazy shit. And, and like, you know, they're like, oh, but you're white, right? And I'm just like, ah, oh, I wanted to, I was going to slap someone. Ain't going to lie. Was going to slap someone. But then I thought, no, because these, I, I, I kind of feel these are the motherfuckers that are going to be giving the police a call. As soon as I do it. So I'm just like, alright, hold it down, Scott. Hold it down. But yeah. So um, you know, it was funny because the dude's just like, um, oh, I've got a club. I I do club nights and they're not bringers. I'm like, oh, okay. That's good to know. And at the end, he's like, any questions? I'm like, yo, how um how do I get on one of your bills, right? And he's just like, well, obviously, I give priority to people that do the course. <laughs> i just like, I'm not doing the course to get on a club night. That is insane. That is insane. Not doing it. Um, but yeah, like, he didn't seem like a bad dude Like honestly He didn't seem like a bad dude I did feel it was funny though Because I got an email um, Yeah I got an email Oh was it yesterday Yesterday from the dude Right And he's like um, I'm now doing One on ones it's like I'm, I'm doing one-on-one sessions with, for people um, Yeah, so they can be half a day or a full day And I'm just like, what? And 
the thing about it all but i'm just like all right whatever that's fine i'm sure there's definitely going to be people that will want to do that right but at the end of it it's all like um yeah and you will by the end of the session we we are, we will have created you an act that you can go and do on the circuit i'm a bit like what huh like that's a load of bullshit i don't buy that and listen when i say i don't buy that i'm saying a good act you're not writing a good act in a day in a day because you haven't trialed it like that's the thing you gotta go you gotta try this shit out and be like yo does this work is this shit working? Alright, well that's not quite working Alright, I'm gonna do let, let me polish this one Let me do that Boom, boom, boom You know I mean? You gotta fuck around with this shit Yo And If you if, if it's someone that hasn't done this before They're not gonna know how to write Like, great jokes Out the gate out the gate, first time writing like perfect joke. That's not happening. So, are you writing their material for them? Because if that's the case, then that's fucked. Because that's not their voice. What the fuck? And I'm just like, what is this? This is baffling to me. This is some crazy ass shit. Just kind of insane, you know? Yeah, I was, I was, yeah, very, very perplexed by the, uh, by the whole thing. Um, yeah, because, uh, yeah, I just found the Eva. It's like one to one beginners intensive day, half day course, leave with a brand new routine. Like, and, and this is one-to-one training for total beginners. Total, no. Not happening. Like, you're a total beginner, and then you're going to have a, a brand new routine at the end of it? I call bullshit on that. Just, ah. No, and it's just like, oh, I can do it over Skype or in person I'm like, well, it's definitely not going to work over Skype Just <sighs> Yeah Yeah, I'm super skeptic Boom, nailed the word Yes, but um, yeah, no, uh, yeah, yeah that's me. Like I, he, he seemed like a, an okay guy, but super skeptic about this shit. 
man. But like, so he's half days 49 and he's full days 99. And I have to say, because I've seen some other comedy courses, his course is cheaper than the others. So there's one dude that does a course at the, um, oh, I think it's at the Leicester Square Comedy Club. Motherfucker, it like, it's £450. £450. I think it's six weeks. And I'm just like, mm, who, who's gonna, who's doing that shit? I want guarantees if I'm doing, you know what I mean? It's some, yeah. I, oh man, it's crazy. Because it's like, yo, you're you're funny or you're not funny. Now, you're like, as I said, you can write stuff that will work to a certain level, right? But you are, but it's never gonna be like bend over, laughing so hard your face hurts. Funny, never gonna be that. Yeah, god damn. Yes, it's insane. It's insane. I it's definitely a money grab. You know what I mean? Like convince people that anyone can do a certain thing. And yeah, then they're gonna pay. They're gonna come. They're gonna pay. They're gonna do it. But yo. People need to just think, right? Just need to think. Because it's fun, like, yo, I, it's funny, I was talking to someone about this shit, right? So the first time I went, well, because I went the week before and couldn't, I, I missed the cut, right? And I remember being in the queue with this one dude and he he was just like, yo, yeah, I, I'm really looking forward to this. Like, I'm I'm so funny. I'm fu- All my friends tell me I'm so funny. I'm always having them laugh. It's good. Yeah, so I'm just going to kill i'm just looking forward to this and yeah do a thing boom 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 and so neither of us got on the first time so when again the following week yo and he was there he and we both got on so it's just like boom golden man that's great and he he went on before me and oh my gosh I felt so bad for him, man. It just, I think, like, he he said a joke, right? And it wasn't like it was bad or anything, but he kind of slipped up. He he messed his words. And then that threw him. It threw him, and he could never come back from it. Because he kept on, like, questioning himself, and he just imploded. It was, oh, it was hard to watch. It, yeah, it was hard to watch, man. Um, but that is the thing. Because you can be funny in front of your peoples. But, yo, getting up and slinging some shit is a different thing. It's a different thing. And, uh, yeah, I kind of feel that some of this shit is taking advantage, man. But, um, I don't know. I don't know. It's just, 
the way I feel about shit, people. It is. But, uh, yeah, let's get on to some. This, oh, yo, I watched this great thing this week, man. So, um, yeah, let's talk about that. Yo, so this week, UFC was in Brazil. And, man, there's, everything was going crazy, that, like, this weekend, you know, Bellator shut, like, other things shut, <sighs> but, you know, the, the, the Brazilian commission, it's not really a commission, but we'll say the Brazilian commission, you know what I mean, they, they kept on updating the whole protocols and everything, so in the end, it went Closed doors, so no audience, but it was a fun card, it was a fun card, people, with some great fights, so, hey, once you're done with this, go check out this week's Chin Check, and, um, you know, find out what you may have missed when UFC was in Brasilia, ha <laughs> ha. Okay, so this week I checked out I Am Not Okay With This. It's a new Netflix show. Uh, well, I say new. I mean, it dropped at the end of February, I believe. Um, but you will recognize, um, well, I mean, maybe you will, maybe you won't. But uh, it's there's the Channel 4 series, which is also on Netflix, um, The End of the Fucking World. And this show, I'm not okay with this, is from the, uh, the same comic book artist. So it's um, another one of his comic books adapted for Netflix, which is interesting. Like, I wonder if they've kind of made a deal with him to turn, like, his catalogue, or just to own the rights to the catalogue, and then just, you know, produce what they feel could be strong material, you know, seems the fact that, that, like, the first one went down so well, this seems to have gone down well, so yeah, I wonder if we will see more of his work hit the small screen, as it were. But, uh, yeah, it's seven episodes, um, and it's, you know, so it's adapted from Charles Forsman's graphic novel, uh, and it was produced by, you know, set up, created by Jonathan Entzwittle and Christy Hall, and again, you know, they were behind End of the Fucking World, so, you know, it kind of all, it all fits in, uh, so the show is starring Sophia Lillies, um, she was in It, I believe, Along with Wyatt Oliff, who's also in it, and uh, played a young Peter Quill in the Guardians films. We've also got Sophia Bryant, Kathleen Ross Perkins, uh, Richard Ellis, um, Zachary S. Williams, 
Aiden Wachik Hizong. Uh, so yeah, like the gist of it is this. Uh, Sydney is a teenage girl navigating the trials and tribulations of high school while dealing with the complexities of her family, her budding sexuality and mysterious superpowers just beginning to awaken deep within her. So, um, yeah, I, I did really enjoy this. You know, it's, um, there's parts of it, like, look, when I say these things, it's not exactly like them, but there's kind of bits of it that, you know, have that kind of feel. So there's kind of some breakfast club up in there, um, some pity and prank, pit pretty and prank. Pretty in pink Um The uh Oh gosh what is it The um Oh Something of being a wallflower Ah I I forget the beginning word Of that film title but there's Something of being a wallflower you know what I'm talking About people but yeah There's kind of Tonally and visually Like there's elements from those in this, I kind of felt. Uh, you know, it it makes sense. I think that's the thing I liked about it. The, the way the characters acted, it seemed natural. Now, listen, there are bits where people act a, a bit OTT. But not too much, not too much where it becomes a caricature, you know, where it becomes, you know, just laughable, you know, like, like they play it up a little bit, yeah, but that makes the story, it's like, you want things, sometimes you want them realistic, but you don't want it, like, just completely like real life. Because this shit is meant to be escapism, right? That's the thing. That's the draw. And that's and that's the thing that I think people get mixed up on sometimes. Because you know, because it's just like, uh, it's not real life. And it's just like, yo, do we really wanna see everything like completely real? No. Of course not. That would just be depressing as a motherfucker. But um, yeah. It's it, it they they do really well. With the whole relationships You know, like Sid and Dina That whole situation It works It works very well With the way they're telling this story I think it would also Have worked Even better If certain information Wasn't given away in the advertisements for it You know, if you could go in completely blind You know, with no prior knowledge of um, Like feelings or anything That this would just be Boom Yeah, it would really hit But you wouldn't be looking for things, right? Because when you have a little bit of prior knowledge, you sometimes kind of go, oh, so, 
mm, I wonder, you know, you're kind of looking for little bits and bobs, but yeah, so this, it works like that, and I, I think the things that we see, like, you know, two best friends, and why they're drawn together, then you have, uh, you know, one friend gets a boyfriend, and how that impacts the situation, and their kind of exploration, I that was very interesting, and yeah, played out nicely, you know, it, it wasn't really crazy or anything like that, it just hit all the points really well, like a little subtlety, you know, they just eased into it, and that was good, yeah, that was good, I mean, you also see, like, the the relationship with Sydney and her little brother, which is an interesting dynamic, you know, and, and it's nice to see, you know, but you also see the one with her mother, which... Now, I I think what happens is you see it from one point of view at the start. And so it is kind of shocking. It is very shocking. Some of the things that are said is just like, God damn it. Yeah, that's not great. No wonder that, that and that. But as things go on, you then kind of see it a little bit, not too much, you know, because you you don't want to alienate people from a character, but you do see things from the other point of view slightly, which then, you know, as I said, look, it's all nuance, right? So it, it gives you that balance between things, you know, that just... Kind of slight skewed perspective Which works Yeah So these sort of things And they play out Really well You know the whole school situation You know parties and dances And just all of that How it all fits together Like this Awakening And that's what the kind of powers seem as well uh, A kind of awakening You know Like a, a bit of a metaphor for puberty And I think at the beginning You do wonder if that's literally what this is Right? It, it, it's, it's puberty but being kind of exaggerated and shown in a, in a slightly different way. But then you realise, oh, no. <laughs> it's something a little bit more than that. It's not quite just a little, you know, <laughs> change in the body makeup. There's more to this. And that's kind of interesting. You know, I do feel that the way it started kind of, I wish it hadn't. 
You know what I mean? I wish it hadn't have started like that because again, now you're looking for this thing. You know, you know something's happening, so you're just waiting for it. And every minute it's like, oh, is this it? Is this it? Is this the, you know? So we're waiting for this moment that we've kind of seen a bit of. And yeah, I think it's a bit of a shame because it takes away a chunk of the surprise. Now, when the thing happens, yes, don't get me wrong, it is a surprise. But because you are already expecting something... You're, it lessens the impact to some extent. I think if you just didn't know anything at all, what then happens, you're just like, oh my God, what the fuck? You know? Yeah, that. There's also, there's this other thing that happens, and I believe we only see... Mm, I don't know, I I think we get a glimpse at the end of episode 5. We get a glimpse, and then there's a bit more in episode 6. But only, you know, it, it's nothing pronounced. And then you get left on this cliffhanger. And I it does feel, you know, I don't know, it just felt like... It could have been maybe paced out a little bit more with that. Just because it, it's very kind of, it felt a little bit shoehorned into the end. You know, oh, we got to add this little bit. Bum, 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 bum. Oh, yeah, so let's just end it like that. Because then ending on it, you just feel a little bit cheated. You know, because I think there's a cliffhanger... Right, which is very compelling, it does draw you back. I think you were already compelled with what you had seen of the show, so and especially a a conversation towards the end, which then made you wonder about something that happened that at first it was played off as oh, we're drunk. So that conversation, you know, and those that have seen it understand what I'm saying. That conversation, that intrigues you. Because now you want to know what happens, how this might move forward, right? So there's that. So ending it on the cliffhanger like they did, it's not so much of a cliffhanger but a frustration of, oh, so what, now you're trying to flesh this shit out? Come on. Come on, that's just, uh, it, it, it was irritating. Yeah, the way it ended was more irritating than enticing me back. Because I'm already hooked to come back, right? I'm already hooked to come back. Now you do this, and I think it's the manner in which it is done. It yeah, it just feels a bit like, ah, oh, for fuck's sake, come on. You cheating motherfuckers. 
But uh, yeah, I mean, that's just me, right? <laughs> Crabby ass me. You're other people probably just like, that's incredible. Um, but yeah. Um, like, I really did enjoy it though. Yeah, I thought the acting was very good. Yeah, like everyone held it down. Everyone held down their corner and put on real good performances. You know, um, like yeah, and just everyone. I I I can't think of a weak link, because oftentimes there is the weak link for sure. But yeah, in this one, I can't. Yeah, I honestly can't think of anyone, even the little brother Liam. You know, uh, and oftentimes the little kids aren't always the strongest. But, yo, Liam was cool, man. He did his thing, you know. So, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm imagining this gets renewed. You know, because, yeah, um, the perks of being a wallflower. Sorry, that was a tangent, I know. But I flubbed at the beginning. I couldn't think of the name. The perks of being a wallflower. Boom, yes, sorry Um, what was I saying? I don't know But anyway, yes, I really enjoyed it I definitely recommend it I think if you watch The End of the Fucking World You'll definitely like this Even if you didn't Yeah, I think you will enjoy this If you enjoyed stuff like Scott Pilgrim Um... I know it's old, but my so-called life is, that's just, that was great, right? Um, I, yeah, I, I guess if, if you just like interesting stories, you know, with that supernatural little leaning. So, yeah, lock key, stranger things. I mean, this will be for you people. You'll you'll dig it. So um, you know what I mean? Why don't you hot step it to Netflix? Now you're um doing your social isolating. You know what I mean? Maybe you're in quarantine. Yeah, go check it out. Have fun. I don't think you'll be disappointed. Ha <laughs> ha. Okay. Well. Blood of Empire, which is book free in Gods of Blood and Powder. Um, that's due out, I think, in a couple of weeks on Audible. And so because of that, I decided to go back to where it all began um, and hit Brian McCallan's first trilogy. Um, and uh, so, yeah. I I went back and read, uh, well, listened to Promise of Blood. Um, you know, man, I I did these books, ooh, six years ago. Yeah, like twenty fifteen. So, oh well, yeah, that's five. God damn it. Five years ago, people. Um, and they're great. I really enjoyed them. So, and but it's been long enough where, you know, a lot of the details are a little murky. And especially because my memory went and fucked up. 
So yeah, it's all gravy, man. So yeah, I did Promise of Blood. Um, and this was narrated by Christian Rodsack. And uh, yeah, it's great. The gist is this. Uh, the Age of Kings is dead and I have killed it. Field Marshal Tamas his coup against his kin. Ugh, let me ugh, let me start that again. Field Marshal Tamas's coup against his king sends corrupt aristocrats to the guillotine and brings bread to the starving. But it also provokes war in the nine nations, internal attacks by royalist fanatics and greedy scrambling for money and power by Tamas's supposed allies. The church, workers, unions and mercenary forces stretch to his limit. Tamas relies heavily on his few remaining powder mages, including the embittered Tanil, a brilliant marksman who also happens to be Tamas's estranged son, and Adamat, a retired police inspector whose loyalty will be tested to its limits. Now amid the chaos, a whispered rumour is spreading. A rumour about omens of death and destruction, just old peasant legends about the gods returning to walk the earth? No modern educated man believes that sort of thing, but perhaps they should. Hmm, now that's got you intrigued, you right? Oh man, I have to say, yeah. <laughs> the book lives up to all of that. It is um it's a it's a it's a good it's a long book, I think. Well it, it goes over three parts in Audible, all around uh, six hours. You know what I mean? So yeah, it, it's a it's a long book, but I think none of it feels like padding. Like everything Definitely feels like it is uh, pivotal to the story and your understanding of the story. Like the thing I really liked about this was um, the fact that it starts in this coup, right? So you're you're not quite sure, you know. Like especially if you didn't bother reading the blurb. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, you know, uh, yeah, it's, it starts in a mix of this coup, but you're not quite sure what's going on. You just have like this whole kind of scene, but everything is visually laid bare to you. You know, you just listen to the words and you're just like, oh, okay, I get it. I get it. And the great thing is also, and this is something, because yes, we, there's definitely been books before that kind of deal with overthrowing governments and regimes and the whatnot. But I think the thing I really liked about this was that it dealt with all the minutiae that would come from that. So it's just like, okay, so... 
we need to pay for like this and we need to make sure we've got food for everyone and we need to make sure you know this is sorted out and you know who's going to be controlling the thing and who's going to be running that department and all of this kind of stuff you know, because a lot of times it's just like, and they deposed the evil person, and now they ruled, and everything is great, and it's just a bit like, ugh, come on, man, we know there's more to it, like, it wouldn't just go like that, and so, yeah, as mentioned, you know, like, the coup was done, but now, it's like, who can you trust? Because you have people, like, running their own agendas and trying to, you know, seize power. Which, yeah, we see that all the time, you know. So it is great that McClellan actually, you know I mean, dealt with it. Like, took a look at what would happen in this situation, you know, what's the likely outcomes? Where's everything going? So, yeah, that's fascinating. You know, and oftentimes there's not a let up. Or, you know, you know that something's going down, but you don't know who it is. So it's just like, yeah, these traitors amongst, you know, your inner circle, but you don't know. And so all of these things are getting weaved within, you know what I mean, conspiracy. Um, there's this nice moment of like an ambush. And then like it, it goes in so many directions from that moment. And you're like, wait, what? What? Oh, shit. Okay? It's just like, damn, nice. I mean, just think about films like... Um, Memento and uh oh what's the one and the dream within the dream intersection no not intersection um ah oh, you know the one people the Nolan one you know what I mean that one um DiCaprio and god damn it um yeah you know what I'm thinking about right and if you don't know well you should so shame on you but uh, yes, it, it's got those sort of twists, but that are so intelligent. You know what I mean? So it works, and you're not just like, ugh, ugh, that's dreadful. That's so unbelievable. Yeah, everything works, which is great. The other thing is, there is probably at least 30, like, Kind of main characters in this Well, I mean, not all main characters But characters that play a big role You know what I mean? Um, And so there's a lot And the thing is, a lot of times With books uh, They can have loads of characters But only a few feel like they've been fleshed out You know what I mean? Only a few feel like they're three-dimensional And that they actually mean something well with this everyone kind of feels substantial now we that's not to say we know all the inner workings and details of every single person no 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 we do not 
with some of them more and more become becomes revealed throughout the book but the thing is even with the ones that we don't know everything they still feel more than just a device to make this part of the plot work or that part of the plot work or just to lead the character in a certain direction and that's really good you know, because, yeah, there, there's been many a book that I've found, with, like, the more characters, the less they actually feel purposeful, you know. Um, like, I did kind of feel that in, I think it's Brent Weeks' Demon Cycle set of books, you know what I mean? Like, with each book, we got more characters, but I didn't really feel that they were completely fleshed out so yes this was really good actually that's not Brett Weeks that's not Brett Weeks mm. uh, it's something V something yeah that's not helpful is it no it's not but um yes <laughs> um yeah oh what am I talking um yes and and so yeah we we get all of these things that just really just great and the whole kind of other plot within this well because you know you've got the the kind of coup is a plot then the like the traitors and the conspiracy that's something and then the god thing that's something else like all of them feel yeah, all of them work, you know, like, I think none of them feel like, eh, well, that is just floating around in the back, no, they're all interwoven, and yeah, they all work, and I think the great thing about the whole God thing is, yes, it starts with these rumours, and it's just the way they then, uh, pinroll, pinroll, is that a thing? Pinroll, um, you know, when it starts small and it gets bigger, that's a thing, there's a word for that, I believe, I can't think of the word, but I'm sure you'll know the word that I'm trying to, uh, yes, it's, it does that, it, it's like they, it picks up steam, as you will, and the, so the way it picks up steam, is it's done really well, you know, because it's not like, Oh, and then they believe, no, 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 it's very subtle, and certain things have to happen before it's just like, oh, right, fine, okay, yeah, it, it, that has to be true then, so that that's all good, and, like, there's a lot of reveals, and the reveals work, you know, the reveals are done really well, and the other thing, I mean, there's a load of things. I keep on saying, oh, and the other thing. <laughs> uh, this might be the last of those. Yeah. But um, we have characters die, obviously. But there, there, a lot of times it's characters that you think, oh, they probably won't. Right. And also, I think what's nice is sometimes when people die, it's just boom. Done. You know what I mean? There's no 
and they led <coughs> oh gosh pardon me you know it's not like they led this valiant charge and you know heroically they fought off blah 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 but they had to give up the life no sometimes it's just and the shot rang out oh and blah blah dropped and it's just like oh shit just like that like that was it that person died just like that damn you know so it it makes it like um anyone's expendable but also it's just like they could go at any moment and that will be that so that's just i like that because it gives the book a bit more weight because like yeah there's a lot of people that could just drop and so you're not gonna see it because it's not like Oh, well, obviously, they've gone and fought, they're fighting against, like, six times their number, yeah, they're not going to make, no, 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 so you're not given the opportunity to preempt something, sometimes it just happens, and uh, that's always a good look, because it keeps you on your toes, um, and keeps you wondering, but yeah, Promise of Blood, really good. And the narration, ah, narration was great. Narration was spot on. So, um, yes, if you do the uh, the audio book, you will enjoy um, what Christian Rodsaka does here. But yes, um, book ends really well too. So you are just chomping at the bit to uh, get into. Um, the next one, which is the Crimson Campaign, so, uh, yeah, I will, uh, be hitting that at some point, very soon, I imagine, so, yeah, looking, um, looking forward to that, but people, if you like, um, hmm, I don't know, I guess, look, if if you um oh gosh what's that name of the guy that did uh oh um oh gosh it's uh oh my god hold on um Miles Cameron Miles bloody Cameron, that's it. Yes, so if you enjoyed like the um the trade to sun cycle, if you enjoyed any of Joe Abercrombie's books, um Patrick Rufus, you know, the name of the wind, um, all of that stuff. If you like that sort of thing, then people, you will definitely Definitely enjoy, um, yeah, Promise of Blood. So, uh, yeah, go check it out. You won't be disappointed, people. Come on now, when have I let you down, right? <laughs> okay, people. So, before we bounce, a little bit of TV news. Um, yeah, not much, but a little Uh, so 
this happened and I didn't even realize but season three of Westworld premiered on Sunday I even know um, and I don't think a lot of people do because um, it was its lowest season premiere to date I mean 900 like slightly over 900,000 people watched it which you know that's not bad right but um 2.1 million watched the premiere of season 2 so yeah there's a, there's a you know a bit of a dip but with everything that has been going on i imagine just people are just you know like everyone's just like what the fuck is happening with corona you know what i mean so i imagine there was that but um there was the um there was a debate in the u.s so you had that as well you know um but i don't think they've got anything to fear because hey people are gonna be working from home soon so uh you know <laughs> TV viewing is gonna be up pretty big pretty soon. <laughs> so um yeah, I, I expect those numbers to go up. Because season two was decent. See, I, I didn't mind season two. You know? Teresa Thompson. Ooh-wee! Yes, people. Um hey, so Arrow is now finished and I guess a lot of people were hoping that um, Stephen Amwell would just continue to bounce around, you know, the, the DC verse shows on CW, like Supergirl, Flash, Batwoman, you know what I mean? The league, isn't there a league of something, something as well? I don't know. But he recently said in an interview with EW that, um, yeah, he's done. He doesn't want to go back to any of that shit. That doing it for eight years was enough. I mean, I get that. But, you know, I guess it is a little surprising that he, he, he won't just do a few little cameos. But, yeah, I get it. I get it. Um, and he's got that big wrestling show that he wants to do now So, hey, you know, motherfuckers gonna be busy And we're gonna end with this So, Netflix has got She-Ra that has been doing gangbuster numbers And because of the success of that It got them to do the, the they're gonna do the whole He-Man revival shit You know, two series Because they've got the Kevin Smith Picking up from the end of the last And they're just going to do a completely new one as well So, you know, She-Ra really paved the way But it is ending with its fifth season Yup, it will be done And it sounds like everything is crazy Like the Ruthless Horde Prime has arrived She-Ra is absent what is happening? You know what I mean? Crazy. Um, Noel Stevenson, who, uh, you know, great little comic book artist and writer, 
so she's been um you know running this and she said that 52 episodes because that's what it's going to end with was always the goal like they knew they were going to do it like that so she said it was tailored to be 52 episodes the length that it, it is and that's a real blessing for a storyteller because it means everything happens when it's meant to happen the story definitely evolved along the way from people who worked on it and following the story threads that seemed right and where the characters led us we set out with a plan we executed that plan so it's very satisfying to see it wrap up like this so the last 13 episodes are going to be hitting netflix on the 15th of may people so um yeah we're done we are out people keep safe have fun because yeah you're gonna be at home self-isolating and all of that but yeah keep that mental health high and um yeah do you people and we'll see you next week all right peace